What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome back to another episode of Time Out with Zony, your host, Tony. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're gonna wrap up phase two of the MCU today and call it a happy day. Yep, yep, okay, cool. So, episode 51, Ant-Man. Before we get into today's episode, I want to take a quick minute and thank you guys all so much for the support, really. It means a lot, so spread the support, tell everybody, and most of all, keep those plays up. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Alright, so, Ant-Man. I gotta say... I love Paul Rudd. He's a good actor. He's very funny. And frankly, I look forward to meeting him one day. Same thing with Michael Pena. Uh, needless to say, I was very confused. I had very mixed feelings about this movie when it first came out. I was like, is it sure? I was like, oh, is it okay? You know, if they should be, you know, expanding. By now, people are so used to, you know, Captain America, Black Widow, all these other people. But no, you know what? I, I, I. I'm glad this happened. It had to happen, and I think it's a very, very, very um, crucial step for Marvel Studios at the time. You know, bringing in a B-list superhero. I mean, I'm not calling Ant-Man a B-list superhero. It's just he's someone who never had his 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 big time. You know, uh, Marvel Marvel uh, debut, but. Better late than ever. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into today's episode. Sit back, relax, and crack open a beer soda and or water and enjoy because this is Ant-Man. Apologies. Keyboard was liking a bit, and I couldn't stop recording. So, <laughs> but we're back. All right. So, <clears throat> Ant Man. For those of you that don't know, Ant Man is a 2015 superhero film based on the Marvel Comics character of the same name, Scott Lang and Hank Pym. Produced by Marvel Studios and distributed by Walt Disney Motion, I mean Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures, it's the twelfth film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it was directed by Peyton Reed from a screenplay by the writing teams of Edgar Wright, Joe Cornish, Anna McKay, and the star Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd stars as Scott Lang, aka Ant Man, alongside Avengers. I should have, I should have recited her name before I fucking started. Evangeline, I think that's how you pronounce it. Evangeline Lily, I think that's how you pronounce her name. Corey Stoll, Michael Pena, T.I. 
Anthony Mackie, Wood Harris, Judy Greer, Michael Douglas. Yeah. All right. So Ant-Man sees Lang as he must help defend Hank Pym's Ant-Man tricking technology and a a plot heist with worldwide ramifications. And plot a high, sorry, plot a heist with worldwide ramifications. There we go. Okay. Development for Ant-Man first began in April 2006 with the writing, uh, with the hiring of Wright to direct and co-write with Cornish. By April 2011, Cornish and Wright had completed three drafts of the script, and Wright shot even even shot test footage for the film in July 2012. Pre-production began in October 2013 after being put on hold so that Wright could uh, complete the world's end. Casting began in December 2013 with the hiring of Paul Rudd to play Scott Lang. In May of 2014, Wright left the project citing creative differences, though he still received screenplay and story credits alongside Cornish. The following month, Paul Wright, Paul Reed, sorry, Paul Rudd, no wait, Paul Rudd, no Peyton Reed, sorry, sorry, Rudd Reed, same thing. Peyton Reed um, was brought in to replace Wright as director, while McKay was hired to contribute the right uh, the, to contribute to the script was hired to contribute to the script alongside Paul Rudd. Filming took place between August and December 2014 in the San Francisco and Metro Atlanta area. Ant-Man held its world premiered in LA on June 29th, 2015 and was released in the US on July 17th as the last film of the second phase of the MCU. It went on to gross more than four, I mean $519 million worldwide and received positive reviews from critics who generally welcome the film's smaller stakes than other MCU films as well as its cast, humor, and visual effects. Ant-Man and the Wasp, a sequel to this film was released in April and in, in uh sorry in July of 2018 and a third film Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania Quantumania sorry is scheduled for a February 2023 release all right so our story opens up in the year 1989 where scientist Hank Pym has resigned from shield after discovering their attempt to replicate his Ant-Man shrinking technology believing that technology could be dangerous if replicated Hank Pym vows to hide it for as long as he lives flash forward to the present day Hank Pym's estranged daughter Hope Van Dyne and a former protege Darren Cross have forced him out of his company, Pym Technologies. Cross is close to perfecting a shrinking suit of his own, the Yellow Jacket, which horrifies Pym. Meanwhile, Scott Lang, a well-meaning thief, has been released from prison and moves in with his old cellmate, Luis. Lang visits his daughter, Cassie, unannounced, and is chastised by his former wife, Maggie, and her police detective fiancé, Paxton, for not providing child support. Well, he's unable to hold the job because of his criminal record, alright? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> unable to hold down a job because of his criminal record, Lang agrees to join Luis's crew to commit a burglary. Luis breaks into a house and cracks his safe. I mean, sorry, Scott breaks into the house and cracks his safe, but only finds what he believes to be an old motorcycle suit. He takes the suit home, and after trying it on, Lang accidentally shrinks himself into the size of an insect. Terrified by the experience, he returns the suit to the house, but is arrested on the way out by Pim. I mean, sorry. I messed up. I thought I read bye. Okay, um, he, he gets arrested on his way out. Pim, who just so happens to be the homeowner, visits Lang in jail and smuggles the suit into his hell- cell and helps him break out. Pim, who manipulated Lang through an unknowing, 
uh, through an unknowing Luis into stealing the suit as a test, wants Lang to become the new Ant-Man and steal the yellow jacket from Cross. Having been spying on Cross after discovering his intentions, uh, Hope and Hank train Scott to fight and control Ants. Meanwhile, Hope harbors resentment towards Hank about her mother, uh, Janet's death. He reveals that Janet, who was known as the Wasp, actually disappeared into a subatomic quantum realm while disabling a Soviet nuclear missile. Hank warns Scott that he could suffer a similar fate if he overrides the suit's regulator, and they send him to steal the device that will aid their heist from the Avengers headquarters, where he briefly fights the Falcon. Cross perfects the yellow jacket and hosts an unveiling ceremony at Pym Technologies headquarters. Scott, along with his crew and a swarm of flying ants, infiltrate the uh, the building during the event and they sabotage the company's servers. He plants explosives and attempts to steal the yellow jacket. Him, along with Hank and Hope, get captured by Cross, who intends to sell both the yellow jacket and the Ant-Man suits to Hydra. Lang breaks free. And he and Hope dispatch most of the Hydra agents, though one flees with a vial of Cross's particles and Pym gets shot. Scott chases after Cross while the explosives detonate and imploding the building as uh, Hank and Hope escape. Cross dons the yellow jacket and attacks Scott before Scott gets arrested by Paxton. Cross takes Cassie hostage to lure Scott into another fight. Scott overrides the regulator and shrinks to atomic subatomic size. I uh, sorry, subatomic size to penetrate Cross's suit and sabotage it to shrink uncontrollably, presumably killing Cross. Lang disappears into the quantum realm, but manages to reverse the effects and returns to the macroscopic world. Out of gratitude for Scott's heroism, Paxton covers for Lang and keeps him out of prison. Seeing that Scott survived and returned from the quantum realm. realm Hank wonders if his wife is actually even alive. Uh, I messed that up. Hank wonders if his wife is even alive. Meanwhile, Scott meets up with Louise, who tells him that Wilson is looking for him. Oh, no. Wait, who's this Wilson fella? I'm so sorry I messed up. Oh, right. Sam Wilson. Sorry. That, uh, that Falcon is looking for him. It's kind of funny. All right. So. <clears throat> wait, no. Wait, 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 wait. Can't go to the rating yet. There's a mid credit scene. It's a Marvel movie. We see uh, Hank show uh, Hope a new Wasp prototype suit and offers it to her. And in a post credit scene, we get a video of, I mean, yeah, a, a scene of Bucky and Captain America and the Falcon in their custody, unable to contact Tony Stark because of, quote, the Accords. Wilson mentions that he knows someone who can help, and that, that, that's, that's it, man. That's it, man. It sets up for several next season folks all right so on a scale of one to ten i have got to give ant-man a a seven out of ten that's right ladies and gentlemen a seven out of ten and well here is why first and foremost um I gotta praise the movie for its humor. You know, big shout out to Paul Rudd for always making shit funny. Same thing to Michael Pena. Michael Pena, you are one funny dude, and I am proud to to be to be a Hispanic because of you, man. But uh, the 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 humor, the humor, sorry, the humor in this movie, amazing. It's very funny. Uh, makes your day. The kind that makes your day. But at the same time, you can't help but think that it's childish humor. I mean, this is an MCU movie. 
But at the same time, it's not, you know, the bad kind of childish, like the childish that has you bashing your head with like a bucket or like uh, um, a baseball bat or I don't know, whatever, you know, hard foreign metallic object you can find near you. Um, but yeah, no, um, I pay it for its humor. In terms of a storyline and plot, um, I've got to praise it for its originality. I will, I will say this one thing I do enjoy about the MCU movies is that they're giving they're giving uh, uh, B-list superheroes and C-listers the intention that they much very much deserve. If if I'm gonna be honest, they're, uh, I mean, because I mean, take a look with uh, Iron Man. Before the first Iron Man ever came out, he was just your average, you know, B-list superhero. But once Iron Man came out and Robert Downey Jr. graced the big screen, it's like, you know, Iron Man's the shit now. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's with him. He's the Tin Man. He'll fuck you up. He's rich. He don't give a fuck. Yeah. But, um... I'm sorry, I messed that up. Um... Fuck, what was I going to say? <laughs> uh, my brain died for a minute. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I fuck. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. <clears throat> so, apologies. My, my, I zoned out for a minute. But, yeah, no. I, I love that they're, that they're finally giving attention. And I think that the debut, Ant-Man's debut in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is very much, um... Hmm. Very much, I I'd say, interesting. For starters, very entertaining, very enjoyful. There we go, enjoyful. It's very enjoyful, and I think they did a very good job in terms of giving Ant Man a his his big screen debut. It's really good. Um. Of course, you know, I gotta praise the film for its visual effects, you know, big shout out to the fellas over at, uh, what, Atlanta or wherever the fuck they edit Marvel movies. Big shout out to you guys, I know there's a gun to your head. Um, never ceases to amaze me, you know, how you guys work so well under pressure, keep it up. Um, yeah, we'll leave that there. I don't know, it's just the idea of, I like the concept as well of Ant-Man. The idea of being able to shrink down to the size of an ant it's very cool very um what was i gonna say um not only that but uh i wouldn't say the plot is original you know there's a you know there's been a hundred movies about you know the huge superhero who's a screw-up sets out to you know go save the world but the fact that they're an actual ex-con at the beginning of the movie, it's it's um, it's very interesting. It's a cool take. And we'll leave that there. So, let's take a look behind the scenes, folks. Alright, development of an Ant-Man film began as early as the late 1980s when Ant-Man co-creator and legendary comic book writer Stan Lee pitched the idea to New World Pictures. At the time, New World Pictures was Marvel Comics' parent company. However, Walt Disney Studios was developing a film on uh, on the same concept, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and although Ant-Man went into development, nothing came to fruition. Flash forward to the year 2000. Howard Stern met with Marvel in an attempt to purchase the rights to 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 uh, the film rights to Ant-Man. 
In May of that same year, Artists and Entertainment announced a deal with Marvel to co-produce, finance, and distribute a, distribute a film based on Ant-Man. In the year 2003, Edgar Wright and his writing partner Joe Cornish wrote a treatment for Artisan, with Wright explaining that it revolved around Scott Lang as a burglar, so, quote, he could have gone slightly in the Elmore Leonard route, end quote. Although Artisan wanted the film to be a family-like thing, Wright believed that the treatment was never sent to Marvel. Ooh, getting spicy now. A year later, the duo pitched the film to Marvel Studios and head of production, Kevin Feige. Kevin? Huh? In April 2006, Marvel Studios then hired Wright to direct and co-write Ant-Man with Cornish as part of the company's first slate of independently produced films. Wright would also uh, co-produce the film at, with his Big Talk Productions partner, Nira Park. At the 2006 San Diego Comic-Con International, Wright went on to say that he was intrigued by the story's high concept and character. Wright also stressed that the film would not be a spoof but an action adventure with some comedic elements and would incorporate both the Hank Pym and the Scott Lang incarnations of the character. I do gotta say, bit of a you know, little side note, I was very interested to hear that they would be focusing on Scott Lang and not the Hank Pym incarnation of Ant-Man. Um, although it did not sit too well with me when I first learned that it was going to be Scott Lang instead of Hank Pym. Because, I mean, uh, up until that point, I'd seen Marvel, you know, jump through these hoops and try to make it as uh, accurate as possible. But, you know, I was like a big, you know, mix because I'm like, what? Why, why, why Scott Lang? You know, why not start off with Hank Pym, you know? But uh, this is good. I like this. Anyways, back, back to the back to the story. Back to the development. Alright, anyways, <clears throat> Wright said that he was looking to, quote, do a prologue where you see Pym as Ant-Man in action in the 60s in sort of Tales to a Tarnish mode, basically, and the contemporary sort of flash-forward is Scott Lang's story and how he comes to acquire the suit, how he crosses paths with Hank Pym, and then in an interesting sort of Machiavellian way, teams up with him, end quote. The next February, Wright said that the project was in a holding pattern while the script was being revised and that he had doing had been doing research for the film by studying nanotechnology. In March of 2008, Wright said that the first draft of the script had been completed and that he was look, uh, working on the second. Stan Lee went on to tweet in February of 2010 that Marvel was prepping the film and that he had met with Wright for lunch to discuss the character. Wright noted that there was no timetable for the film because Marvel did not consider the character to be one of their bigger tentpole properties. So, quote, it's more like me and Feech saying, quote, hey, let's make a script that works and that's all about a great uh, genre film and that isn't necessarily relying on anything else, end quote. At the 2010 San Diego Comic-Con International, Wright remarked that because his film would be an origin story and would not be released until after the Avengers, the... Um, <clears throat> sorry, the first Avengers film would not include Ant-Man, although Wright acknowledged that the character might appear in future Avenger films. In January of 2011, Wright stated that he had resumed writing the script for the film following the conclusion of the international promotion for the film Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Please feel free to go ahead and check out Season 1, Episode 5, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Let us know what you guys think about that uh, movie. And by April, he and Cordage had uh, delivered the second draft of Ant-Man to Marvel. At the 2011 San Diego Comic-Con International, Wright went on to reveal that a third draft had been written. In May of 2011, 
2012, Feige said that the project was as close as it's ever been, while Wright teased the film by tweeting a pictogram of Ant-Man. In June, Wright spent just under a week shooting footage for a reel that would be used to uh, test out the potential look and tone of his movie, as well as decide how convincing Ant-Man's powers look on screen. The test footage was screened to audiences during Marvel Studios' panel at the 2012 San Diego Comic-Con International with Wright confirming that Ant-Man would be happening. Jermaine Lucier of Film felt the footage worked as uh, worked and was awesome as, quote, it had totally di- had a totally different vibe from the other Marvel films. It was something much more... It was Sorry, it was much more like something you recognize from Hot Fuzz, end quote. Lucier, along with Katie Rich of Cinema, Band, Cinema Blend, sorry, also enjoyed the costume design choice. Reed said the costume design was influenced by Asian to- uh, to- Tokustastu, Sorry, I messed that up. Asian tokustasu superheroes such as Ultraman and Inframan. That same October, Disney scheduled the film for release on November 6, 2015. In January 2013, Kevin Feige stated that Ant-Man would be part of the third phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and indicated in May that the screenplay needed to be modified in order to fit into the universe as the project had been in development before the first Iron Man ever was ever made. <clears throat> Feige also stated that the shooting was slated to begin sometime in 2014 and that the casting would begin towards the end of 2013. In July 2013, Wright said that he and Cornish had completed the script and film and that Marvel allowed him to delay its production so that he could complete the world and as the film's producer, Eric Leonard was diagnosed with cancer. Ouch. In August of 2013, after Joss Whedon, director of Age of Ultron, announced that Hank Pym would not be Ultron's creator, Wright said that Ultron would never be part of, of Ant-Man's story, explaining that, quote, just to sort of set up what Ant-Man does is enough for one movie, end quote. Wright described Ant-Man as a standalone film, but said that it would fit large into the continuity of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, explaining, quote, I like to make it standalone because I think the premise of it needs time. I just want to put the crazy premise of it into a real world, which is why I think Iron Man really works because it's a relatively simple universe. <clears throat> it's relatable. I definitely want to go into finding a streamlined format where you use the origin format to introduce the main character and further in, uh, adventures can bring other people into it, end quote. Wright also stated that the pre-production for Ant-Man would begin in October and filming would begin in 2014. The next month, Disney moved the film's release date up to July 31st, 2015. I gotta say, um, some huge balls were, 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 were needed to make this film because i mean at the time everyone was just so used to robert downey jr and chris evans gracing our screen but now they're asking paul rudd to come in here whoa 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 buddy <laughs> all right let's see let's take a look at how how it did at the box office so ant-man had its debut on june 29th 2015 at the dog leaf theater and opened at the 2015 fantasia international film festival on july 14th along with Ms. hoku Okusai, I think that's how you pronounce it. The film was released in France on July 14th and in North America July 17th. The film is also the last part of uh, the last film released in the second phase of the uh, of the uh, MCU. 
Ant-Man will go on to gross 180.2 million in North America and 339.1 in other territories for a total worldwide gross of $519.3 million. Deadline Hollywood calculated the net profit of the film to be $103.9 million when factoring together production budgets, P&A talent participations, and other costs with box office grosses and, and, and ancillary revenues from VOD to DVD and TV. Anyways, it's a whole... It, long story short, it placed 14 on their list of 2015's most valuable blockbusters. Uh, Ant-Man went on to make 6.4 million from its Tuesday night show. I mean Thursday night showings in North America, with 48% of the sale ticket sales for IMAX and other large format showings, and 23.4 million on its opening day, including Thursday's previews, making it the second lowest opening day for a Marvel film. I mean Marvel film, only ahead of 2008's Incredible Hulk, which got 21.4 million. The film went on to fall 18% to earn uh, $19.25 million on Saturday for its opening weekend and earned $57.2 in the total. It marked the second lowest debut for Marvel ahead of the $55.4 million debut of The Incredible Hulk. I don't blame them, you know. We ain't used to seeing Paul Rudd, all right, at this point. We're used to seeing, you know, that handsome face from Chris, you know, that handsome, handsome, I messed that up, that handsome mug from uh, Chris uh, Evans, you know. But, you know, this, this works too. <clears throat> Apologies, I had to take a quick sip of water. <clears throat> Anyways, the review aggregator website Rotten Tomatoes reported an 83% approval rating with an average of 6.9 out of 10 based on 333 reviews. The website's consensus reads, quote, Led by a charming performance from Paul Rudd, Ant-Man offers Marvel thrills on an appropriately smaller scale, albeit, albeit sorry, Albeit not as smoothly as its most successful predecessors. End quote. Um, yeah, sure, it may have been as, you know, financially successful as the others, but, you know, it was still cool. It was still cool. In terms of sequels, Ant Man and the Wasp, a sequel to the film, was released on July 6, 2018, with Peyton Reed returning as a director. Production writers Barr and Ferrari wrote the screenplay with Rudd, Chris McKenna, and Eric Summers. Paul Rudd, and just pretty much every uh, everyone else that was in the first film. Except for the big bad. Reprise of roles. Michelle Pfeiffer shows up. You know. As Janet Van Dye. You know. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I thought it was alright. But whatever. We'll get to it when when, when time comes. There is a third Ant-Man film. Titled Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. It's scheduled for a February 17th, 2023 release. With Peyton Reed once again returning. Everyone else, you know, reprises their role again, I think. I'm not sure. I don't know. I can't even make sure. But, but yeah, no. That's that. Um, I look very forward to seeing Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, can't wait to see what it's like. But yeah, no. In terms of the, you know, Vulcan Ant-Man story, that's pretty much it. It's, it's pretty much where we wrap it up here, folks. Um, Before we go, I want to take a quick minute. And once again, thank you guys all so much for the film. I mean, for the film. For the listens. You know, one, once again... Thank you guys so much for the support. It means a lot, really. Keep up the support. Most of all, keep those listens up. Um, let me know what you guys think about Ant-Man. I personally thought it was a good film. They had some huge balls to make it, you know, because, you know, Ant-Man at the time was a B-list superhero. No one knew him. You know, I was like, what? Who? What? Who? Oh, you mean the Adam? No, Ant-Man. What? <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Um... Take good care of yourself, you guys. Stay hydrated. Um, stay cool. Um, 
yeah, that's pretty much it. I, 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 I forgot. I forget what I usually say around this time. My, my brain's not working right now. Uh, yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Thank you guys all so much for the support, and we'll catch you next week. See you, take care, and most of all, don't drink and drive. Bye.